Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavent, Ned13. Oh, wow, I can't even talk today. Ned1313 on Twitter. And welcome to the Daily Check-In for July 21st, 2020. Hey, it's Terraform Tuesday, and I know I'm running a little behind on the live stream, and that's because my life is just a chaotic mess at the moment. I've got way too much work to do and not nearly enough hours to do it. So I was up late last night and up early this morning, and it's going to be like that all week, but I didn't want to fail you, my loyal listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's talk about Terraform, one of my favorite topics, as you well know, and in this particular case, we're going to be investigating some new functionality or semi-new functionality that was introduced in Terraform.12 and added as a stable piece of Terraform.13 in the beta. So we're going to take a look at validating your variables, which is two Vs, which is fun. Vava. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Housekeeping items. The only thing I have for a housekeeping item is basically I have the Terraform certification guide. If you're looking to get Terraform certified, check out the link in the description. Uh, the Lean Pub, it's only $15 for the guide. And I've gotten feedback from a bunch of people saying it's been immensely helpful to focus in on the core areas they need to study for the Terraform certification. So if that's of interest, check out the link in the description. With that out of the way, I wanna check in with you. How are you doing? Do you feel as crazy and chaotic as I do right now? Cause my mind is just like, I, I don't know. It's like I had way too much caffeine and I haven't had that much today. So hopefully you're feeling a little calmer. Your workload is not quite what I've put together for myself. And let's be honest, I am my own boss, so this is really my own fault. <laughs> I'm going to have to reorganize things a little bit and get it back under control. Anyway, enough about that. Let's talk about Terraform. And the specific thing that I want to talk about today is validation of variables. So what was available in .12 prior to this? .12 introduced an experimental feature that was all about validating the values that you submit for a variable. And hi, Robert. Thank you uh, for, for tuning in today. So the variables, you could do a little bit of somewhat validation. And the way that you would do that validation is when you define a variable, you can define a type. And we've delved into this in a previous video, and I'll throw a, you know, a card up there uh, with a link to that video. But basically, in it, when you set the type, you can say it's a string, you can say it's a number, you can say it's Boolean, or you can give the actual structure of a more complex object. But what you can't do is validate the values that were, are submitted beyond those structures. So Terraform can say, hey, this isn't a Boolean value, I'm rejecting it, but it can't look at a complex string and go, well, it doesn't follow this exact format, so I'm not going to validate this. And that's especially difficult when you get into things like, say, uh, an Azure storage account that requires everything to be lowercase. Well, you can set it to lower, but maybe you wanna provide that feedback to the user and force them to actually submit it in lowercase. This is gonna be an, a very powerful tool for anyone who writes modules, because now they have a way to check and validate inputs before it errors out against the cloud provider. So that's kind of what they're going for. This is available. It was available in .12 as an experimental release. So you had to set a flag to enable it. In .13 in beta, 
it is now part of the stable release or part. It's a stable feature. And so you don't have to do anything to enable it. You just have to download the dot 13 beta, which I have beta three installed. So let's jump over to my desktop real quick, get a screen share going there. And oh, that's probably a little bit tiny. So let's pump. Ooh, that's too big. Whoa. Okay. Let's pump that up a little bit. Okay. So what have I got going on here? All right. So if you look over in the far left, I've got a folder for today and this is all available on GitHub. I'll throw a link in the description for it as well. In the folder 2020-0721, which is today, we've got a main.tf file and a module file inside of it. So I wanted to show that you can validate variables both in your root module as well as in any child modules that are being called by your root module. So let's look at what's in this main.tf file. And I'm just going to hide the commands. So uh, I'm just going to hide the terminal so we can take a better look at this. So I created a couple variables. Let's look at the syntax for validation. So this first one is called no caps, which basically it wants your string to have no caps in it. And so first we say the type is string. So immediately we've added some validation. We're saying we can only accept string types here. And then we're adding this nested block for validation. And the validation block has two arguments that go in it. One is condition. So what's the condition that we're testing for? If that condition tests to true, then the input is valid and all is well. If the condition tests to false, it will print the error message and stop right there with that variable. It will test the other variables you have submitted as well. The error message has to be at least one sentence long, and it has to start with a capital. So they're actually using validation to validate the error message that you're printing. So make sure it's a full sentence with a period or some other punctuation at the end, and you won't run into any issues there. In our case, what's the validation? Well, I've got a basic test here. I am setting the submitted value, so you can actually access the value that's in the variable that's been submitted, and you do that through standard syntax, var dot the name of the variable. And you can only reference the variable. You can't reference other variables. So this is scoped to just this one variable. I'm using the lower function to set that string to all lower. And then I've got equals equals. And that equals equals is comparing to the variable without the lower function applied. And lower sets everything to lowercase. So if setting it all to lowercase is equivalent to what is submitted, then we know it's already in all lowercase and we're good. If it's not, then we know something was in uppercase and we can reject it. So that's one instance of the variable. Here's another variable. I called it always wrong. And here's a way that you could force an error very easily. In this particular case, the condition for this, I'm checking for the length of the variable always wrong. So how long is this variable? And then I'm saying that it has to be greater than its own length, which means no matter what value you submit, it's always going to test wrong. So that's another one. And then finally, you can do more advanced validation. So before I was using, you know, setting it to lowercase or checking the length, but you can actually use regular expressions, which means you can get real crazy with this. So one of the things that you might submit would be an IP address. And we want to test for that. So we've introduced a new function in here down in the conditions, and it's called can. Can is for 
when you don't have a true or false response from the function you're calling, you just need to know if the function executed without an error. Basically, can is checking that. Can this function regex execute without an error? If it executes without an error, then we know our regex is good and can is good. It'll test to true. If it throws an error, then it'll test to false. The regex takes two arguments. It takes one, which is your regular expression. And the second one is what you want to apply that regular expression to. In this case, we're looking for something that's in the format of an IP address. And I am not a regex expert by any means. So I looked this up and found it. The only thing that I would caution you is if you need to use the escape character backslash, you actually have to do a double backslash. Otherwise, Terraform will interpret that first escape character. And then it, there won't be another escape character there and they'll throw an error. So you have to give it two, just like when you're doing Windows file paths in Terraform, you need to double escape that backslash. So just good to know. All right, so this is what I have right now. And then I just output the IP address and the no caps. So let's actually run through this. Let's run one of the commands. So just like any standard Terraform thing, you have to initialize. And by the way, I have downloaded the Terraform.13 beta and renamed it Terraform 13. So I know I'm using Terraform 0 0.3, 0 0.13 and not 0.12. So I can run in it and it initializes successfully. Everything's good. So check to make sure all my validation, validation syntax was good. If any of that validation syntax is bad, it's gonna throw an error here and let you know. And that's something that I was getting before uh, when I actually had this regex without that escape character. In fact, let me just do that right now. I'll save it. And if we run the init again, boom, it says that's an invalid escape sequence. And that took me a while to figure out what that actually meant. It meant it wanted that double backslash. So let's add that back in. Now it initializes successfully. All right, cool. Let's go back to our commands. And now the next thing we're going to do is just run terraform apply. And it's going to take the variables I have in Terraform TF vars in this same directory. What do I have here? I have no caps set to okay, so that should be fine. I have an IP address that is set to a proper IP address, but always wrong is always going to be wrong. So if I run Terraform apply, boom, it immediately says, this is an invalid value for the variable because it's always gonna test to false. And it prints out the message here saying, you'll never get this right. Okay, that's fine. We can clear that out. We can simply go to always wrong and we can go equals equals. Length is always going to equal length. We're good to go. Now let's rerun this same thing and we can say yes here. There we go. Okay, so our apply worked successfully. We're all good with that. Now let's try it with some different variable values. So we're going to do terraform apply and we're going to set the no caps variable to all underscore caps. And I wonder what's going to happen. Boom. It says values value must be in all lowercase. So we immediately know that validation rule is working properly. Now let's submit a bad IP address. So mm, I forgot the last, last octet. I you know mistyped or whatever. All right. It calls me out and says it has to be in the proper form. Now this particular regular expression doesn't actually validate the whole IP address. So if you put dot 300 in there, it's going to say, oh yeah, no, that's a valid IP address. So <laughs> There is some tweaking that has to happen with the regular expression to get it exactly what you want, but we can see that it works. Now, the last one 
is the module that I created. So I created a basic module here and all it does is take a variable and then print that back as output or set it as output. The validation in here in the condition, I'm looking at the length of the submitted string and it has to be over three characters in length. And there's a lot of times where you need something that needs to be at least three characters or five characters or six characters or else it's going to fail at the cloud provider level. So we're testing for that, but we're testing inside a module. And we're going to invoke that module here. We're going to go down and I have it commented out so it wouldn't mess with everything else I was doing. But let me save that. So now we are invoking this child module and you can source this from wherever. I just have it stored locally and I am submitting the value that's in no caps for my string. So we're actually doing a double validation on the variable no caps. We're checking that it's no capitals. And then when we submit it to the module, we're checking again to make sure that it's more than three characters. So let's go ahead and run Terraform uh, in it because we've added a module. It needs to know about that. There we go. And now we can run Terraform apply with my standard values and it throws an error immediately. And that's because the value in Terraform TF vars was set to okay. That's less than three characters. That's a problem. And so the module checks that and says, no, no good. Your string needs to be over three characters in length. So if we submit a different value for no caps, we set it to the string more than three and run Terraform apply and say yes. Now it successfully completes its run. So that is a brief look at how you can validate variables with Terraform.13. I hope that was useful to you. I'd love to hear feedback. And I think I've covered most of the major components of the 13 beta. There might be one more, but if there's something that you're curious about when it comes to Terraform, you want more information, you know what, just hit me up, let me know. I'm happy to talk about it on another Terraform Tuesday. That does it for me today. Until tomorrow, stay healthy and stay safe, everybody. Thanks.